hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. I want to talk with you today about how do we develop confidence whenever others don't agree with our decisions when we are parenting our children. This is something that I find especially to be true whenever we have children who have different needs, because a lot of time, the way that we handle them, the way that we our life looks, it's just very different than what is often accepted or considered normal. And so I have found that a lot of times you really do come up against people just not agreeing with you, people being critical, and it can feel very uncomfortable to have to navigate these feelings. And I just want to have a conversation today about some different areas that, and different tips, I guess, that I have found to help me to learn to be confident in the decisions I make when parenting my children. So let's go. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently abled children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips that you've spent hours researching, you realize that they don't work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley. In this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so that you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers you. Our focus will be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your life. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that's sustainable and that doesn't add to your overwhelm, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's go. Hey mama, do you feel like you are constantly struggling with negative thoughts Or you have this desire to pray scripture over your family and to fill your mind with good and godly things, but you just feel like you don't know where to start. You feel like you don't have the time to sit down and really decide what it is that you want to pray over your family and fill your heart and your mind with. Well, I want to help you out with that. I have a free guide that is my Bible-based declarations that I use on a daily basis to fill my heart and my mind with scripture to speak truth over my family, I have in the show notes below a link where you can sign up to get your own scripture-based declarations that's going to give you a starting place for making this consistent effort to think on the good and godly things in your life and also to begin memorizing and praying scripture over your family. So go ahead and grab that on the link below in the show notes and I hope you enjoy it. All right, I think first and foremost, we do have to start with this um, idea of being humble and then also being willing to learn because regardless of whether we are right or we are wrong, I do think that the Lord cares that we do have a humble and teachable spirit. And I don't think the answer is to kind of come from this place of pride where we are like, well, you don't know my kid. I know them better. I have this all figured out. I think that you know, there's nothing wrong with being confident if we're well-researched and we do feel we know our child and not letting the opinions of others sway us. But that doesn't necessarily have to mean that we also aren't having that spirit of humility and of just having that spirit of being willing to learn, to ask questions and to evaluate ourselves. I'm very big on self-evaluation. I think it's a great way to grow. It's really the only way to grow because if we are not willing to look at ourselves and be honest about areas that we're struggling in, then it's very hard to grow and to make changes. So I do think it has to start with this foundation of being humble, being willing to learn, you know, asking the Lord to show you if someone does 
come to you and say something or they they seem critical and while maybe they are not handling it right or their spirit about it is not right, um, still taking the time to just ask the Lord, ask people you trust if, is there something that does need to change? Is there something about this that it, while this person may not have handled it in the best way possible, maybe it is a tool for growth for me and the Lord is using this for me to see an area that I can grow, that I could handle things better, that maybe a new resource that you've never, you've never known before. I just think having that foundation of first, I'm not saying entertaining every every possible comment, but a lot of times we know, like if someone says something and it kind of touches a nerve, there's probably, a, I would stop and dig deeper about why it touches a nerve. It Does it touch a nerve, be, nerve because deep down we know that it is something we need to work on? Or it's possible that it touches a nerve because it's something we're afraid we're not doing well. And so we, that insecurity kind of comes out in us. It doesn't automatically mean that it's something we're doing wrong. But I think it is worth considering the source. Obviously, consider your source. If it's someone who complains about everything, that's different. But if it's feedback that you're getting from someone who is not complaining just to complain, or if it's something that you've heard from multiple people, then I do think it is worth taking the time to at least slow down to pray, to ask people in confidence that you trust if this is an area that they feel is that you could have growth in. Or if there's another way that you could handle the situation with your child that you've never thought about before. It doesn't necessarily mean we're doing anything wrong and it certainly shouldn't bring up feelings of shame in us. But I do think that taking the opportunity to make sure that it is not an area that we need to grow in is very important to begin with. So that would be the first thing I would say. And then I think also as we're going through and evaluating, as we get these comments or just kind of this information is brought to us, going through and evaluating, like I mentioned earlier, the source. So questions I ask myself are things like, does this person have experience parenting a child with my kids' unique needs? Or is this a person who seems like they're chronically complaining about everything and everyone? Are they someone who I actually look at their parenting and I admire the way they parent? Or do I look at their parenting and think that is not something that I want to follow after? Another thing would be, do they seem to be actually coming from a place of concern or from a negative place? And like I mentioned earlier, even though, yes, there are those people who do have kind of that disposition where they want to complain and be critical of other people, and I do consider that into... Whenever I'm I'm weighing out, does this seem to be something I should actually be concerned about or that I should be looking at changing or not? I do weigh in, okay, this person complains about literally everything, and then it doesn't hold as much weight for me. But I do still think, obviously, there are times whenever the Lord can use that in order for us to see something in ourselves that we have not seen previously. But I just feel like we have to consider the source in that area of... Is this a person who just wants to complain all the time? If so, I mean, for me personally, I'm typically more times than not will brush it off unless I'm seeing like a habitual pattern or more than one person saying the same thing as far as my parenting and how I'm handling my children and that type of thing. And the last question that I like to ask myself is, 
Is what they are saying contradictory to God's word and the example that he gives us as our heavenly father? So my desire would be to parent my children in a way that leaves them trusting in their heavenly father and wanting to draw close to him in times of trouble. And while we do understand that the Lord also chastises us, we also know that he does it in love and he does not do it from anger or out of a mean spirit towards us. So this kind of also reverts back to, do I admire their parenting style? Is it something I want to replicate in my own life or not? But again, when I look at scripture and I want this to be my example, is what this person is telling me I am doing wrong actually wrong according to scripture or is it not? Or is it a gray area and it's really just their preference and what they believe to be true? And they're trying to place their belief on me. But the reality is, is that if I don't feel it's right for my child and I don't feel it is right based off of what the Lord has convicted me to do, I don't actually have to <laughs> embrace that truth and start implementing it into my life because it's not really truth. It's just what they believe to be true. And I'm totally comfortable with the fact that someone can believe something to be true and they can believe that I am doing something wrong and I can know that I that doesn't mean I'm doing something wrong and I can continue to just keep on with what I'm doing regardless of what other people think as long as I know I am keeping that humble spirit I am being willing to learn and I'm praying and bringing it to the Lord and asking him to guide and direct me in how I should be handling different situations with my children and then the third part of this for me is that I, this is this is something that has taken me, honestly, years to develop this skill. And I still sometimes struggle with it at times. But I have found that the more I have practiced it, the easier it has become. And that is that I just have to learn to let go of what other people think of me. And I've had to understand that their opinion of me is not gospel. <laughs> what they think of me does not mean, like, just because someone has an opinion of me does not mean that that is a fact. Just because someone has not taken the time to fully understand my child and our situation does not mean that what they say about me is true. And a lot of times that is actually what I have found to be true, is typically the people who are the most vocal about how I parent or interact with my children are typically those who have very little interaction with a child who has any kind of different learning style, who their brain just operates differently, who possibly has some kind of health issue, some kind of special needs in general. A lot of times those are the people who are the most vocal. And so I have just learned to say, you know, they really don't actually see the full picture here. And I'm not really sure why they felt the need to speak out and try to make me feel bad about about honestly what is me doing the absolute best I can in this exact moment but then I just honestly will have compassion for them because clearly for whatever reason they felt the need to speak out and to try to belittle me and that just has something to do with something that's going on inside of them and it has very little to do with me and so I'm honestly able to release that feeling by walking through that process of realizing this person hasn't actually taken the time to get to know my children. They have no idea what our daily schedules look like. They have no idea what health and developmental struggles we have. And so this isn't about me. This is something going on with them. 
and I can just let it go and I can keep moving forward with what I'm doing, continue to grow, continue to learn, continue to change because that's always what I want to do. I don't have this thing figured out. I don't have it perfect, but I'm always trying to make progress and move forward and do the absolute best for my kids. And the thing is, is that people who know me really well, people who see me interact with my children on a more intimate level, they understand this about me. And so that has really helped me, but that's not a that's not a quick fix. This takes time, and that is just the truth of it. It's not a quick fix. It is taking time to be comfortable with ourselves and our decisions and understanding that the Lord can guide and direct us when we're wrong, because we are wrong at times, but also feeling comfortable with the fact that we do know our children best and God did give them to us to parent and he will guide and direct us to parent them in a way that is best for them. And like I said, coming back to that, parenting them in a way that is going to lead them to want to seek the Lord, not to want to run and hide from him. And honestly, what I love about this tip so much is the fact that We cannot control what someone else thinks of us. We cannot control what someone else says to us. Obviously, yes, if it's a very toxic situation, we can set boundaries around that. It's a very wise idea to do so, but that's not really what this podcast episode is about. But we we don't have any control over that. However, we absolutely have control over how we receive and what we do with the information and the opinions that people try to put on us. And... I just love the fact that I can say, okay, I yes, this hurt my feelings or this made me feel insecure, like maybe I'm doing something wrong because those are natural feelings whenever we are being criticized or whenever we are being misunderstood in a way that feels hurtful. But even though all of that is true, I can work through those feelings. I can share with my husband. I can ask people close to me, like, do you see this being a common issue Is there something else I could do different? And I do those things. And I think that's super great. This is not coming from a place of I know it all and I've got it all figured out. It's not that at all, but it is learning to set boundaries around who we allow to speak into our lives and who we allow to have their opinion to have weight in our lives. And I think we have to be very wise with whose opinion we value and who we actually allow what they say to hold weight in our lives and then how we will actually change our actions moving forward from there. And we really it really is just about using discernment about what people and and their opinions we actually feel like the Lord is using to help us to grow, to learn and to mature as we are just going along this journey of parenting our children and also just growing closer to the Lord. And then the last thing I would say is Like I kind of touched on a minute ago, you just have to practice this. It's not something that's going to be a quick fix. It's not something that I can tell you and suddenly someone making opinions or people giving you weird looks as your children are acting chaotic isn't going to bother you. There are still times whenever people giving me weird looks bothers me. Uh, You know, especially if I'm already just feeling kind of agitated anyways, or maybe feeling more insecure or feeling like I've been struggling in an area, then yeah, I'm more likely to feel triggered by that. But I see it for what it is, and then I just move forward from there. Whereas, you know, in the past, we would go out in public and everyone would just stare at us, and I would just want to go home and not go out (laughs) and just try to basically not have to subject myself to that. And now I've really gotten to the confidence of like, okay, people are going to stare and we're going to just move on with our day. Like we have 
just as much right to be here to experience life. It's okay if you don't understand. It doesn't say anything about us. And we're just going to keep going on. And that has taken practice. That's taken years of just continuing to feel feel that discomfort in the situation and then just moving forward anyways. And then also of learning to set boundaries about around the fact of like, not everything that is said to me holds weight in my life and makes me actually stop and think about what I'm doing. And I do think it's that combination of learning to trust ourselves, learning to trust the Lord, learning to set boundaries with other people. And I'm not saying boundaries in the area of like, oh, I'm not going to be around you. That's not even what I mean. I actually mean boundaries with ourselves and what we allow, what other people say and do to affect us, because that is what we have control over. Now, again, if we're talking super toxic, not safe, that's different. There are times to set boundaries to where we're not going around people. But we're just more talking right now in this podcast episode about people who tend to just be a bit critical, who it feels like they don't have a desire to learn or to understand or to look at your situation from a different perspective. And how do we handle that whenever we come up against it? And then I would say also, I would create the thought that I want to have about this situation. And then I would just continue, like I've mentioned before, record myself saying it and listen to that in the morning and at night so that I can create new neural pathways around that thought so that my brain starts to understand and accept that that is true. So I could use the example of going out in public. I used to get so stressed out because I knew people would stare at us. And I would continually tell myself before we got ready to go, this is going to be really stressful. Everyone is going to stare at us. And naturally, it was stressful. Everyone stared at us. And my brain's response was what I had trained it to do, which is to get stressed out, feel anxious, feel insecure, rinse and repeat. As I began to retrain my thoughts, what I have started to say, and very similar to what I shared earlier, is it's okay if people don't understand. It is okay that my family looks different. We still get to go out and experience life and find fun and joy in our lives. And I am not bothered if people sit and stare at me. And so as I began to repeat that to myself over and over, my brain began to realize that this was actually true, that I could go out and it would be okay if people stared. I could go out and it would be okay if people weren't friendly and that it didn't say anything about me. It didn't say anything about my family. It just meant that something was going on with them and I was just going to continue moving on and giving my family the experience of having fun, of getting to go and try something new. So those would be the five things that I really have kind of worked on over the years to help me to get to this point where I feel like I have a pretty good resiliency to people being critical or being unkind or just basically not desiring to understand my family and how it does look different. And I hope that these have helped you. I hope that it has helped you to understand that it's okay if people don't understand you. I I get you. <laughs> I live this life. And so Find the people who do understand you. Find the people who are willing to support you. And I believe that the Lord will guide us to those people. But I also think he has lessons for us along this journey of people who aren't willing to understand, who just want to be critical, who just want to complain. And I honestly look forward to those lessons whenever I see them coming up because I, while yes, it's uncomfortable, 
I know that the Lord has something for me in those moments. So I hope that is true for you too. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I will see you back next week. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show and I love hearing from you. You can connect with me further over on Facebook or Instagram. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.